0: he was interested and he was like making that known, but he was also really relaxed in his body. Like that's what I remember the most is like he was relaxed. He was sitting back in his seat. He was breathing. Like, you know, he, like he wasn't like sort of anxious and up in his head and like not breathing and like leaning forward and like, you know, like that stalker look, that's just like, (laughs) you're just like, Whoa, like that's too much kind of. Like he had his attention on me and he was also present and in his body. And that was very attractive. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Men, man favorite, Girl Talk. Girl, girl Talk. talk. Okay. So, this episode was actually uh, solicited from a listener, which I love. If you guys ever have any ideas for episodes, please get me at dearmenpodcastgmail.com. At and today we're talking about the cold approach. That is a term straight from the pickup world, the world of pickup. Um, which, you know, women don't usually say. Um, So also known as just how to approach women that you don't know, where there's not a lot of context. So context would be, for example, let's say you like go to a house party and it's thrown by your friend and you're introduced to someone. There's more of a context there. There's more of a warm, warm lead kind of thing versus you see a girl at a coffee shop. You see a girl on the bus. You see a girl at Whole Foods. You see a girl at a concert that you want to approach. That's a cold approach. There's no other sort of context or lead in besides, you know, the, the, the place, like the place where you are interacting. So, um, we're just going to do our usual intro of going around and I would love to hear, you know, your name, your rough age, your relationship status, zero to 10. <laughs> and, um, one of the favorite places you've ever traveled to your favorite travel of a favorite travel destination. That's our wildcard question. Uh, who would like to start? This is Z I'm in my mid thirties. I
1: am zero single, but also available peacefully. Like,
2: (laughs) I mean, whenever that happens, I'm all like,
1: Oh my God, I'm single. Like it's great. Single. And one of my favorite places I've ever traveled to is uh Prague with this one right here that i'm sitting across from <laughs> and we went to this awesome five-story dance place called the music house on the river yeah on the charles river it yep. stayed open till the wake of dawn it was lit every yeah. floor had different music it was epic it
0: was really cool that's that i bet that place is still there the Music know, house. It probably is <laughs> this is amber I am in my mid 30s. Uh
3: in a relationship. It's still new, six monthish mark, but very committed, so let's call it an eight. Um I think one of my favorite places would be Lisbon, Portugal. It was kind of an add-on. I had a trip to Morocco planned and the flights were crazy expensive. Um found a really good price to Portugal and then hopped over to Morocco, so it was kind of an add-on four days I didn't expect. Really good food, port, people um yeah really great time and and uh unexpectedly so so really enjoyed it
0: yeah I've heard really good things about Portugal hey y'all this is
2: Nancy I am 26 I just had a birthday
0: (laughs) happy birthday (laughs) thank you
2: um no more saying hey I'm Nancy 25 but um anywho uh one of my I'm let's see I'm sitting at I would say a 3.5 3.5 at the moment, uh, <laughs> and one of the place, favorite places I've been or traveled is Rio de Janeiro in Brazil.
0: Nice. Oh. Now, nah, Yeah, Rio is oh. a sexy city. There's a lot of sexy things happening there. Um, I am Mel, I would say I'm a two, and um, I am in my late 30s. Uh, the one of my favorite travel destinations has been Barcelona. 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 Barcelona, partly because I met one of my really, really, really close friends there, and we bonded. Um, but also because they have really excellent pastries. Some of the best pastries I've ever had um, outside of France, and honestly, I would say that they rival those of France. So that was a cool bonus. Ooh. Yeah, Cagna de Chocolate, people. Wow. Cagna de Choco motherfucking latte. Those are so it is biting words. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not to be missed. Okay, so let's. I would
3: say the same thing about the chocolate in Belgium. Like yes. way better than any I've had in France. Wildly impressed.
0: Ah, I've never been. about that. I gotta put that on my list. Um. Okay. okay. So let's get into our episode, Um, and remember that uh, international destinations also count in terms of approaches, so just throwing that out there. Um, All right, so we'll do our usual. Uh, We're going to go through stories of a time that it didn't work out so well, uh, and then we'll do stories of a time that it did work out well, and what we liked about how men approached us. Um, Who would like to start in terms of a cold approach that didn't necessarily feel totally aligned
3: i'll start this is amber um so I have a feeling that our, that our opinions on, on this topic are going to vary pretty widely because I know I'm one of those where cold approaches uh, don't work more often. And I think that even, even when I'm out and about with Mel, I feel like she, she puts out there more, more of an open attitude than I do. And I think that has a huge part of it. Um, but so the one that stands out in my mind was last Halloween. Um, I was out at, at a, a Halloween day party and I'm really, really into costumes, really into Halloween. I was dressed to the nines in this like full kind of ball gown, Day of the Dead, um, you know, makeup, like literally hoop skirts, the whole, the whole thing. And uh, this guy approached me, and and I was wearing like kind of a bustier, so you know my my breasts were up and out. Um, and he kept commenting commenting on his on my breasts. That was his whole approach. Was like. And I said something straightforward, like "Are you serious? Like that's all you can look at? Like you know, look, look at this this whole production." And he was like, "Listen, you you know all I can look at is those titties or something just absurdly lame." And don't get me wrong, he was kind of drunk. Like it's not it's not like I had like a like a super high bar even just like kind of seeing him approach me, but he, it was just so <laughs> off the mark, you know. Um, yeah, just just wildly. Not only was it just in opposition to like sort of like everything I believe in about Halloween, because I'm one you know, of those people that like I do take pride in like putting together something you know fun and cool and and it was a little bit sexy, but anyway, he just missed the point. Um, and I just walked away in disgust. Um, I would say <laughs> anyway, the woman... so with the word titties is probably a thumbs down. <laughs> Yeah, But the thing was, it wasn't even like, it was, that was in response to my comment of saying like, you're way off the mark, dude. And he just was like, no, I'm going to keep going with it. No, I'm going to make it worse that I'm going to. So yeah, just, just super off. Yeah. Um, the one that stands out as amazing, it was actually a little bit of a misconnection, but I feel like it's worth worth mentioning, which was uh, on the New York City subways, like kind of had a moment of eye contact with, with a really good looking guy. Um, and then he, I, to be honest, I can't even really remember like the logistics of how it worked. But basically what happened was he... I think what, I think he got off the train and then got back on. And then at the next stop, basically like held up a sign with his phone number as, as like my train pulled by. Um, And, and it was one of those, like, it sounds like, it sounds like it's out of like a TV show or something, but it was one of those moments where like, I didn't realize what he was doing until it was too late. And And I kind of like, I almost like reached my hand out, like, oh my God, no. Um, I like, it was probably the one time in my life I seriously thought about going on the Craigslist and posting a misconnection because it was like this really sweet, special moment. so, so it was a cold approach, but didn't actually work and there was no actual verbal exchange, but it was cred- incredibly memorable and incredibly effective. And I think in part, because it was really brave, like all we did was make eye contact and he was willing to put himself out there.
0: Oh my God. That's so romantic. Yeah. So I, just to clarify, that would have worked if you had been quicker on the draw, like taking a- <laughs> on the phone number.
3: Exactly. A hundred percent. Like I would have texted him. Probably before I got off the train, I'm but so, I was like, i people the My God,
0: Fred, we need to update your technological skills. Uh, that's super romantic. I can't even with how romantic that is. Um, awesome, Amber. I'm going to tell a story that 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 is similar because you prompted for, because you prompted that, um, which and then we'll get back to the stories that didn't work. I was on a subway train in Montreal. And you know how cars connect? Like you have, you can be in different cars. So in Montreal, they have nicer trains (laughs) than basically anywhere else. And you could see through the cars to the next car. Long story short, I, same kind of deal, like made eye contact with this guy and he got off the train and came into my car. Right. Like we'd been making eye contact through the cars and the, and I was like super nervous. <laughs> and anyway, yeah, we ended up like going on a few dates and it was, it was really brave. So kudos to the guys who pick up on handkerchiefs, which include sustained eye contact. Like that's a hint. Like she likes you like go, go approach, you know, sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I'll go next since I'm uh, going. Um, I remember once that I was um I was in DC and I was at a bar with a bunch of friends and I was wearing a really great dress. I was wearing like, you know, like one of those dresses where you're like, I look good. Like this is like a good, <laughs> this is like a good dress. Good, you know, whatever. And um, this guy approached me with his friend and it was sort of like, <laughs> it was sort of like he was really, he was really nervous. It was kind of like, Amber's titties guy uh, where it felt a little bit like all he could do was kind of like comment on my appearance Um, and then he didn't have anywhere to go from there. So it, so I -hmm. just kind of want to stress, like, he was like, damn, that's a great dress or like, wow, great dress or something like you look great in that dress or whatever. And that's cool. Like, I don't mind that. Like I thought I was was flattered and everything, but then he kind of like, Stopped breathing, like made some weird noises. Like he, like, like he he couldn't really get like move past that. Like he like was like moving around on his feet, and he was like just not, not that present. And also, his friend was just sort of standing there. Like it just felt off. And I I was kind of like okay. Like I had this moment. I don't know if you ladies have ever had this moment of being like I don't want to carry the conversation. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like me before where it's like, okay, now I feel like I have to carry the conversation and I, I don't know why it was towards the end of the night. I just didn't feel like it. So I just waited. Like mm-hmm. usually I'll jump in and I'll kind of like save, save a guy if he doesn't know what to say. And mm-hmm. and this time I just waited and he really didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, that's and as wasn't, far as he got. <laughs> yeah. Like wasn't present enough to, to do anything else. And so it just sort of like fizzled. And I think he did. I think he did ask for my number and I was like, I think I'm going to pass. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to pass. Um, I didn't want to be a bitch about it, but I was just sort of like this, this exchange we're having is not inspiring me to want to do it again.
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm uninspired. That's my story where it didn't work out. Anyone else?
1: Um, I have, I have a nice story about when it did work out and usually it involves, Well, first, okay. First, they'll do the one where it didn't. So I think that a lot of men approach women with complimenting on something with them, which women actually like if it's sincere. So I had this moment of, I have these really awesome like peacock tights that I love. And sometimes I wear dancing because I like to dance when I go there. And so I was wearing them, I was dancing, I was minding my own business. And this guy came up and um, he seemed all right. You know, he approached me fine. And he was like, I like your tights. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then the second line was where it started going downhill <laughs> because the second line was, can I touch them? And I was like, I, I don't even remember what I said or something. I think I did. I let him touch like the outside of like my IT band. So it's like the outside of my thigh. Um, Cause they are soft and they are cool. But immediately then I was like, yeah, no. So it was very, very quick to where I was, kind of flattered. And I thought it was a nice thing to compliment me on because he was obviously watching me and noticed something I was wearing and I do like them. So obviously I wore them for a reason because I like them, but like maybe, Oh, where did you get them? Or like, Oh, that's cool. I've never seen them. Or, you know, just something else to move the conversation forward. And I find that happens a lot where like Mel just said, the conversation doesn't move forward. They don't have anything to say afterwards. So a time that it worked out really well, Um, was, I was dancing also minding my own business at this place. And I'm
0: so curious when you say minding my own business, what does that mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Minding my own business means I'm not looking for a man.
0: Oh, so okay. I, th- I
1: think sometimes people go out dancing like looking for a man to connect with. Uh-huh. I'm literally just going out to dance and or have fun with my friends. So like doing my own
0: thing yes. is what yeah. you mean by my, <laughs> my, 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 my own, I'm, I'm doing my serious? thing. Yeah. <laughs> <one good> thing.
1: <laughs> you do and, you, girl? Yeah. You do you? So I, I see this guy kind of dance through, and I see him smiling, and it's just this sincere, like he's having fun and he's dancing. And so I I move over to have him pass because it was a crowded place and I think he's going to pass me and he doesn't pass me. He stands right in front of me and he just smiles and keeps dancing. And then he started talking to me Mm. and he said, he said something, it was kind of cheesy, but it was cute. He was like, Hey, I like your vibe, but it wasn't like, Hey baby, like (laughs) Like it wasn't trying. He wasn't trying too hard.
0: Mm. He came
1: off like he was super casual. Like he was having a really good time. And he did say later, I ended up dating him for a little while. And he did say later that he approached me out of the crowd because it looked like I was having fun and I was smiling when Mm. I was dancing, minding my own business, (laughs) but, um, he, he held eye contact with me and he smiled and then he kind of waited for me to hold eye contact. And then he danced a little closer to me. Mm. And then he started, he, he was like, Hey, what's your name? It wasn't like, Hey, what's your name? Baby it was, it was just like, Hey, what's your name? How are you here tonight? Like, are you here with your friends, blah, blah, blah. And he started a conversation with me. Yeah. But really and read your cues. Yes. And what but, but really got me though was his confidence and the fact that he felt like he was out to enjoy his night
0: mm. and he
1: really felt like he was happy to connect with somebody like, Hey, I saw you, you look fun. Like, would you like to, you know, I don't know, chat, say hi, whatever. It wasn't, it didn't feel creepy. It didn't feel weird. It felt like if I had said no, he would have been like, cool, have a great night. Right. Right. It didn't feel like he was
0: attached to. Exactly. To your yes or no. So he, so his opening was, Hey, I like your vibe. Mm -hmm. Who are you with tonight? Like, who'd you come with? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And then you answered and then he was like, cool, cool. How do you know them? Or whatever. There was Mm -hmm. some kind of conversation that he was, he was asking you about yourself and displaying curiosity and yes, displaying. And I think that he actually said, tell me something about you. And
1: I, and I, and I love that question because I'm always like, well, what do you want to know? <laughs> That's usually how I answer I'm Like, well, what do you want to know? And I just really like that because usually, and we've talked about this in a past episode, men always like to talk about them and tell you about them. And it's actually really cool when somebody is curious, mm. authentically curious about something in a kind of cool, confident way. Yeah. Love it. And the smile, the smile was what really got me though. Mm because I was just like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll give you some attention. Like, <laughs> like, you're like you're a cutie. Like, like you came up and it, it looks like you're fun. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy whatever conversation. And I honestly didn't think that I would really connect with him. I thought I'd chat with him for five minutes and move on. And I ended up dating him for a little
0: while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've had several good encounters at the club. I have actually. Like you have had, like I, I feel like of all my friends, you, you're the one who like <laughs> has met the most men. Because I'm minding my own business. No, just you, I'm you're, like, I don't know
1: why, but like you have, you you have pretty good luck at the club. Yeah.
3: Speaking
0: of Duck club. Yeah. Fancy Fancy. <laughs> Hi. To this say the,
1: the club.
0: <laughs> all of Nancy's stories will take place in the summer of 2017. <laughs> just prepping that. <laughs> I've got some,
2: I've got some, you know, recent stories here.
1: Things are are happening.
2: I'm minding my own business. So, you know. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This is going to be a thing for sure. (laughs) Let's see. So, wow. So both of my stories will be from the summer of 2019. Oh, 2019. Mix it up. Things are happening. So let's see. The first story I will share is the story in which I was cold approached and didn't have such a great experience. So I think generally I am pretty open to connection more often than not. I'm very, even though I have a RBF, <laughs> I'm usually pretty open to, you know, me. That's mean.
0: millennial for resting bitch face. Mm-hmm, just right. for everyone. Listening.
2: <laughs> Thanks for the translation. Mel. Welcome. Gotcha. <laughs> you so I I'm, I'm usually open to connection I like working from coffee shops often and I you know I like ch- chatting with people and kind of cutting up my day by you know just having random conversations with people so I'll start off with that context um but there's this story like, for the most part like I wear my heart on my sleeve like you'll know when I don't really want to talk to you or when I'm not really trying to engage so this story uh kind of goes as as such. Um, I was working out of a coffee shop in LA and there was this barista who had helped me at the counter who was taking his break. So he decided to sit next to me while I was working and I had my AirPods in, um, at the time when he was like, when he sat down and he was trying to like talk to me and like, he just kept like interrupting me from doing my work, even though I had my AirPods in. So I was like constantly having to take them out and uh, listen to him. And then like, you know, just engage as to not come off as rude or anything. And then kept trying to, and then I had to put them back in. And then I had to do that a number of times until I just decided, honestly, like I'm, I'm just going to leave. So I think obviously he was like trying to hit on me and trying to, you know, start conversation, like kind of get to know me and ask me random questions and whatnot. But like, I was obviously not open to connection at the time. Um, it was obvious by the fact that I, you know, kept (laughs) kept putting your ear pods. Right. Right. And like, you know, trying to avoid eye contact with him so that he wouldn't talk to me or like start trying to talk to me again. So
0: yeah, he was not reading your signals as no. Amber pointed out earlier. Like Correct. picking up on cues and reading signals is a big part of the equation. Yeah. And, um, I think uh, I think just generally like being, yeah, being socially calibrated is a big part of like I think I think generally speaking like it's best to be brave and to do the courageous thing and to reach out and to you know, approach and trust yourself that you can read the signals cuz i feel like there's a lot of guys listening who are like ooh like that's such a fail like if if i tried to talk to a woman and she kept putting her earbuds back in i would stop and like trust yourself like know that you can always just you know read the signals and like back away slowly and i've i've had people sometimes
1: be like hey it looks like you're really studying um you know it was really nice meeting you and then it gives me the opportunity to be like oh do I actually want to have this conversation with the person? And -hmm. usually it like a lot of times I don't, if I'm trying to put my ear pad or I'm working and I, and I'm just like,
0: Oh great. It was nice
1: to meet you. Thanks. Bye. Mm -hmm. End of story.
0: Yeah. I feel like if in, in the circumstances that I've been in like that, if I think the guy is cute, like if I'm interested, I'm taking out my headphones, you know, like the the signal is the signal, like headphones are a great example of a signal. That's like, if she's interested, she's going to take them out and talk to you. Yes. If she's not interested, it's don't pursue it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, all right, cool. That's everybody, right? No good times. Go? She, she, she didn't do her. Good. Right. But now we're all doing yes, good yes, times, yes, right? Okay. All right. So cool. So good times, uh, good times in the city. I feel like there's a song and that's not, not the song. <laughs> anyway. Um, who wants to start good stories and you can tell more than one Nance
2: tell your good story.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: you have a great, story. you have a great, good story.
2: I have a. Do you already know which story I'm going to tell? Well, <laughs> well because I think I'm psychic. Do. Yes, I no. think
0: I do. I think I do.
2: Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> see if, if let's see if you're right. I'd be curious to know. Um, so this story also happened in the summer of 2019. I was story. in. <laughs> I was in New York City. Was Is this it? story? Yes. Oh yeah. Is this the story y'all think I'm going to tell? Yes. Okay. Great. Yes, it's a really good story. I'm excited to tell the story. So I was. In New York City this summer and in Manhattan, I was working out of a coffee shop. Um, you can tell I work out, out of coffee shops very often. And I was just doing my own thing, minding my own business, putting in work, twerk, twerking away. And there was this guy that walked in with some of his co-workers and um, kind of sat down at the bar that was next to the table that I was sitting at. And, um, at one point, I I mean, I could feel like, like energetically he was direct, like he was directing his energy towards me, even though he wasn't necessarily like turned towards me or like, kind of like angled (laughs) in a way that was like directly like face on. And so I looked over and I like smiled at him and not just cause I, I smile at everyone for context. I'm like very friendly um when I'm not wearing my RBF. <laughs> but uh I smiled at him and then he like I thought he was cute and he like left and then four hours later, look who comes walking in <laughs> to the coffee shop. Um it's him and he gets he goes and gets a coffee and then on his way out, I think he was like out like about to leave again without talking to me. But then I look up and then he like found the courage probably deep, deep, deep and to walk over to me and um, spark up a conversation with me. And we talked in that coffee shop for, I think for like 30 or 45 minutes. And then we ended up going on a few dates after that and, um, dating for a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I think that experience was such a great experience because, he i think the way that he i mean obviously you know the fact that he came back kind of half-heartedly hoping that i would be there was cute i mean that's not always going to happen in a lot of such situations right um but yeah i think the conversation went well because he's the way that he like i don't know it was just he's he initiated the conversation um when he walked over just like talking about topics as opposed to like Um, and I guess this kind of really depends person to person, like what you kind of like to talk about. I think someone mentioned earlier, like I like when someone like compliments me and then it gets into the conversation and start talking about other things. But for me, I like to kind of just like talk about random topics. So we were just like talking about, you know, a bunch of like random stuff and um, it was a good conversation. And it seemed like, he had come back. I think I could tell in that moment, like, oh, I think he might have come back to like see if I was still there so he can talk to me because he got kind of like he chickened out the first time. So yeah, I felt special. I felt like he came back for me and he was kind of like had his eyes, his set set, his um eyes set on getting snubby. So
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we back up real quick just because I want the men to have details. So he came over while you were in the coffee shop and said like, hey, how's it going? Or, like, what did he say? I'm curious. Um, Do you remember?
2: I think he came over and was like, you're still here or something. Well, <laughs> cool.
0: so he was like, oh, you're still here. And then you were like, yeah, I've been working all day or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, right. cool. And then at the end of the convo, like 30, 45 minutes, did he say, like, hey, I'd love to take you out sometime. Can I have your number? Or did he say, are you on Instagram? What was his, how did he end it? hmm Yeah, he said... <laughs> he said can I take
2: you out for coffee we <laughs> are already here no <laughs> I, I guess which is kind of cute because it's like oh well you are at a coffee shop you must like coffee so maybe I should take you on coffee maybe one can perceive that as not being so um creative but for me I thought it was cute I I because I do like coffee and I was like it all right cute. I'll get coffee with you some other time like on a planned date as opposed to just spontaneously.
0: Okay. So he was like, oh, I'd love to take you to coffee sometime. Can I have your number? Yeah. Okay. Great. Excellent. Um, I guess, although we can all do, you can all do multiple ones because I really want to, yeah, stress the times that it went well. Um, let's see. So, okay. I went out with a bunch of friends to a birthday dinner and I was talking to the bartender a little bit before we actually sat down at the restaurant. And, um, I was just asking about the wine and we were kind of like vibing. I thought he was really cute. Uh, didn't really think that much of it, whatever, went to dinner, it was, dinner was a couple hours. And then I think when I was leaving, I like waved by to him. I like, don't really remember this part very clearly, but I, I feel like I went back and was like, thanks again for the wine or whatever it was, went out to the parking lot Homeboy chased me out you of the restaurant. You were with me. You were with me. Yes, I was. <laughs> he chased me out of the restaurant. He was like, hey, I think you're really beautiful. And I, I wrote my number down on this piece of paper. I would love if you texted me sometime. have to get back inside, you know, because I'm on shift. But I just, I really thought you were pretty. And I'd love to go out sometime. Text me if you're interested. Yeah. It was so well done. Yeah. Because it, was. it, wasn't, it wasn't over the top. And, like, I bring this one up because I think this is actually one of the hardest things to do when there's like limited time. And like, I was with my friend. Yes. Like he came up to me in front of my friend and, and like really put himself out there. I totally texted him. Like I, I, we didn't end up going out. Um, I was like going on a trip and then like, I don't know, life happened, other stuff happened, but I thought that was very well executed. And like, that's not an easy thing to do like that's brave. And that's part of why I wanted to go out with him. Cause I was like, that was really brave. Like Mm -hmm. that was really brave. And, um, yeah, he did it really well.
1: He did. did, Right. Like he was like,
0: and again, like, um, we had, we had talked, like we had talked, chatted briefly, whatever. Like I was probably at the bar for like 10 or 15 minutes. It wasn't very long, but I definitely felt like he, I definitely thought he was cute. I was definitely like, you know, giving him eye contact and like, kind of dropping handkerchiefs, basically. Like, I don't think it was out of the blue. Like, I don't think it wasn't like I was an ice queen and he had no idea that I'd probably <laughs> say yes. Do you know what I mean? Like he had some signals, but then that like him pursuing me in that way, I found they like very attractive. So, yeah. I would say that was, I found it attractive too. I was the person yeah, with her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, that was really brave. Yeah. Yeah. It was really brave. Yeah. Um, I'm and you texted about, him because of that. I, I think, I think that's the whole point. I did text him because of that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples. Um,
1: I had one that somebody tried to hit on me at my job and it was interesting. Cause I, I, I used to work doing stuff with uh, Tesla stuff as, as a job that I did. And, um, somebody was trying to take the charger out of the car. And so I immediately was like, I opened the car door and I was like, hi, can I help you? And he was just like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize someone was in the car. And then he started asking me about the cars and whatnot. And then I went, I went to a different charger because I guess this one was weird because the reason he fiddled with it was because it wasn't showing up like it was lighting. Uh. And so I went to another one and he actually came over to me and started talking to me. And at first, he just started asking me about you know what I did and how I liked it and stuff, which is a great segue because it was in a public area and I felt safe to start chatting with him. And then he was like, you know, do you do any other things? You know, I mentioned something, but he listened to what I said. Um, And I think that I'd mentioned I don't know something about writing or something, and he's like, oh, you mentioned something about writing or art. You know, tell me a little bit more about that. And he was very good at being curious. Once again, curious. About what I was saying, and I ended up, um, I wouldn't, I I didn't end up dating him, but I ended up hanging out with him, and we went to multiple dinners and excursions. Um, He wasn't a romantic interest because he was older than I would like. Um, However, if I was interested in him and if he was my age, I absolutely would have dated him.
0: And again, like, can you talk us through the end of that interaction? So you guys, you chat, he asks you about your life, and then at the end, he says, "Yeah." At the end, he says. I would love to get your
1: Instagram. Um, I, think, I, I think he said something like, I think you're really interesting. Um, I would love to chat with you more about you know, the art because we talked about how he does art too. I'd love to chat with you more about art and if you're open to it, you know, getting dinner or drinks or something. And I thought about it and, and I was like, yeah, maybe. But I gave him my Instagram. And then he followed up with me and it wasn't like, you know, immediately like, Hey, would you like, it was just like, Hey, I really enjoyed chatting with you. Um, I was looking at my calendar and this night might work. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah.
3: But
1: he like invited me and followed up with me. And usually anybody that's followed up with me after I've given them my Instagram or my number in a nice kind way at first, like, Hey, it was really great meeting you Da da da. And then the next day, like, you know, we're like, I'd really like to take you out sometime and then followed up with that. Yeah. I'm much more open to that progression.
0: Cool. Okay. Um, I have another story, unless Amber, do you want to jump in here with another one? If you have one. Or, or Nance. I have
2: another story that I want to share. Go for it. This is Nance. It's similar to the story that you shared about being chased. Um, I was also chased out of a warehouse party and it was so, so flattering because it was, you know, obviously I was with my friends as well and it was really brave of him to do that. And it just felt like, I just felt desired. You know what I mean? I mean, like he was, he probably thought to himself like, Oh my gosh, this is the last chance I'm going to have to talk to this girl. Like I need to go after her. And it was just like, Oh, oh, like he ran after me, you know, like he like ran across that warehouse um in that warehouse party when I was leaving to come to me. Like I felt like really special um
0: in that Aww. moment. Later. And like, what did he really say? Cool. Like, hey, I saw you dancing. I think you're really cute. I'd love to get together sometime. Like, what did he actually say? Do you remember? Mm -hmm.
2: This was when I did have social media. So he, uh, he asked for my number and I was like, I can give you my Instagram. Um, So I think he, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of like, um, I would love to like go out with you or I'd love to like see you sometime.
0: Cool. Can I have your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Instagram is great, guys, because it feels a lot safer for women. So that's always a really, really great way
0: to ask them. Yeah, I agree. I'm into I'm into the Instagram. Yeah, it's one of my favorite ways now. Before I actually know you, same. <laughs> yeah, you can add me on LinkedIn.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amber, anything? I was just going to say, I'll tell
3: you, I feel a little bit torn about the Instagram thing. I feel like that's like the like borderline millennial in me where I find it kind of bizarre when people ask for an Instagram. It just feels like, it feels like a weird in-between step. Like just ask for my number if you want it. And I get what you guys are saying, but I think I, I haven't quite adjusted to that, to that new age concept yet.
0: <laughs> I actually have agree. Had, have you had bad experiences getting out your number?
3: I don't give it out very often. So no, not really. <laughs> I've um, and I get it. I,
0: I've definitely had bad experiences giving out my number, especially actually vibing with a guy on Tinder or another like dating app and then being like, oh, let's switch to numbers. And then it not going well. And I feel like after yeah. times of that, I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with the number thing until like, I really feel better about the connection. Mm-hmm. So, but I, am glad you brought that up because I, I do feel like st- some women, um, yeah. And especially depending on age, whatever, like some women aren't going to want to do the Instagram thing. It's just a nice thing to be aware of because
3: I don't think phone. I'm the only
0: woman that's had a bad experience giving a man her number, especially, yes. especially since we're talking yes. about the cold approach. Cause yes. there's not really that much context, right? Like if you're meeting a friend of a friend or there's more, or like, you've already been in a group, la la la. Like that's really different, but like, you're just some random that I just met at the club or like the bar or the coffee shop. Like, I don't know you Mm -hmm. and I don't know how that's going to go. So I, I feel safer with, with Instagram, but thanks for bringing it up because you're right. Women are different.
3: You could also offer And I and I think food. a big part of the challenge of the cold approach is you're working on very little information. So yeah. I think like Instagram, I think it's partly how do you treat it, right? Like some people treat it as it's only for delicious food I eat. And others are, this is where I share pics of my close friends and family. So depending on on how you use it, but also, you know, kind of yeah, where you come from, cultural differences, age, blah, 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 you might treat it differently. But I think I think the the point is partly just like you know, trying to figure out something that, that, that the woman will be comfortable with. And maybe you maybe you offer that as an option. And if she reacts negatively, you know, try something else.
0: Or like Z just mentioned, like, hey, I'd love to get your number or your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, right. I think that's a great sort of middle ground. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'm, yeah, only woman who also, like, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm interested in a guy, like, I'm remembering some instance where like a guy walked me back to my car or something. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I was like, Hey, are you on Instagram? Like I was the one who kind of brought it up because I sort of wanted to make it easier for him Mm -hmm. to basically get my info. Mm -hmm. Um, and that worked like he ended up asking me out on Instagram. So I don't know. That's not, Totally. And I think it's appealing in both directions because it does feel less committal.
3: Like I've also traded Instagrams with people that I knew were only platonically interested in. Yeah. So and so so I yeah, I mean, I do think it's it's a, it's certainly a nice option for for a lot of reasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um other cold approaches. So I guess like maybe we can pull out some themes or just sort of like discuss like what works. Um what one thing I've noticed is it really helps me when the guy talks about what's going on in the circumstance. So like, um, guy started talking to me on a train. was like, Oh, what are you reading? Mm-hmm. Right. And then I told him what I was reading and he was like, do you like those kinds of books? Like we started talking about, about a thing that was happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. Um, any other themes that you guys noticed, like listening to the stories,
1: I mean, at coffee shops, it like, I, I tend to talk to people a lot in lines or in elevators or whatnot. And so I actually like people that say something really funny if they approach me or like, you know, some, some joke about the new holiday drink or even, or even if they are like, I've seen somebody carrying two trays of something and somebody joked about, you know, them falling or tripping. And I personally find that hilarious. Um, and so like I laugh. And the thing is, if you can get me to laugh or kind of smirk or smile, then immediately I'm paying attention to you. As long as you don't follow it up with something weird or creepy, (laughs) like as long as you're genuinely kind of just living your life and being comical and wanting to connect, I'm usually pretty open, like Nance said, to connecting, Mm. especially if you're more fun about it.
0: Oh, I thought of another cold approach. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to kind of highlight what Nance said about uh, the guy that like kind of energetically was putting attention on her. Mm -hmm. So I was, um, so I'm a relationship coach. And at one point I went to a speed dating event with my people to kind of like be there with them. Um, and I went through the experience myself, which was interesting. (laughs) And so I thought it was really funny because I didn't meet anyone that I was interested in at all at the dating event, but it was held at a bar. And so it was sort of like the dating, the like speed dating was from like, six to eight or something. And then it was just like, we're all at the bar. Right. And after the event, you know, people start getting to bars at like eight or nine. It's like, that's why they do it then. So there was this guy across the room and I could, I could feel him putting attention on me. Like I could feel his energy on me from across the room. And I thought he was cute. And I kind of like kept looking over at him, kept looking, kept looking over at him. And I was actually the one who eventually went over as my friends and I were leaving. And I feel like at the time I had cards, like I don't have business cards anymore, but at the time I did. And so I was like, Hey, I'm leaving. Like my friends and I are leaving, but I wanted to give you my card. And I think I just left it at that. Like I really didn't, I didn't really say that much. I just was Mel relationship coach. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just kidding. Anyways. So, um, but it totally worked. So I left the bar and then like 10 minutes later he texted me or maybe not even that. It was obvious that he like put my number into his phone and was like, Hey, I really liked, uh, like quote unquote meeting you. Like we didn't really get a chance to talk, but I'd love to take you out sometime. And I, I really liked that. And, um, I, I would count that actually as a cold approach because again, like Nan said, I do think there's a way that like, there was a way that he was like, he was, he was interested and he was like making that known, but he was also really relaxed in his body. Like, that's what I remember the most is like, he was relaxed. He was sitting back in his seat. He was breathing. Like, you know, he, like, he wasn't like sort of anxious and up in his head and like not breathing and like, leaning forward and like you know like that stalker look that's just like <laughs> you're just like whoa like that's too much kind of like he had his attention on me and he was also present and in his body and that was very attractive so i wanted
3: to And the this. fact that he texted pretty quickly is for me really huge too because i feel like people get so caught up in like oh i don't want to show i'm over interested and 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 then what i frankly feel like is game playing but like It's okay if a girl, like you, you made a you made a move. So you showed your interest, like show it back. You don't need to wait till that night or the next morning or something to, you know, to have some cool points, like show her you're excited.
0: I totally agree with that. I could not agree more. And I, this is a question I get from men a lot is like, you know, I don't want to like seem too eager. I don't want to, yeah. Kind of like you were saying, like, it's not that they want to come off as cool, but it's like, they don't want to come off as over eager or something like that. And honestly, I'm with, I'm with Amber. I'm like, I want to know that you want me. me so too. if we like, that was part of why I wanted to go out with that guy. Cause I was like, that is so cool. He texted me right away. He wasn't waiting to see who else he met that night. Yeah. Like he wasn't, he's not playing games. He's like, I saw you, I'm interested. I'm thrilled that you gave me your number. I'd love to take you out sometime. Yep. And I think there's a, there's a, this is something I tell my clients a lot there is value in momentum. There's momentum there. When you meet someone that you think is interesting, yeah. there's a sense of momentum that you can build that gets interrupted. If you do that, like game playing thing yeah. energetically, and also in a, on a practical level of like, let's get this going. Like, what are you doing this week? You know what I mean? Like there's actual momentum because people are busy. And so you got to get this, like, get this party started. Cause you know, it's going to be five days before you actually can both meet up. Like, it's just we live in a busy world so i'm i'm a big fan of uh getting it going and not kind of like waiting especially as the masculine like i i want to feel pursued and i want to feel uh wanted and i did in that moment like when he texted me that fast i felt like cool we're playing tennis i batted the ball over to his side and he like batted it right back i was like okay i feel um yeah i feel wanted yeah yeah
3: I think that's the perfect analogy for this situation. Like it is like a, it is a back and forth and you want to feel like somebody's meeting you. Totally.
2: Yeah. I want to speak to that too, because the guy that I was kind of talking about in my, my good experience was um, really forthright about wanting to see me again and again after every single date. So it was like at the end of every day he said, This was great. I want to see you again. This is great. I want to see you again. And that's why I went on so many dates with him. It was because he was very direct and really so
1: many dates with him.
0: That is super important. And I just want to like I want to highlight that because I really like I (laughs) heard there's something really sweet about ending a date and the guy being like this was really great. I want to see you again. I really like like, that. Like that's really like owning, it's like owning his desire. It's like coming for you. And it's not, you have to go out with me again. Right. It's not dominant, but it's assertive. Mm -hmm. Like this was great. I want to see you again. Like that's clear. Like I understand what's going on. It's not confusing. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it also, I mean, there are some times where the woman goes, you know, are we going to go on another date? And it's like really nice to like, be like, Oh, like if you like the date or even if you didn't just to know where the other person stands, it's such a relief when I've had that experience Nance, like that, where the guys like, this was wonderful. I'd love to do something with you next weekend. Or, and then they actually follow up with that. It feels there's something that feels really steady and awesome about that because it allows me to then play and feel like I can have more fun. Mm-hmm. If I know that they're a little more steady.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Briefly, I want to tell a story of my failed cold approach. <laughs> so I, I don't know how this works, but I, I wanted to bring it up because I think that in certain circumstances, for example, a really quiet cafe, you know, those ones were like, <laughs> there's like, 16 people basically using it as a coworker oh yes. and they're all on their computer. <laughs> and it's like, if anyone approached anyone else, like everyone's listening. Yes. Like that's a really difficult approach. So long, long ago, once upon a time I was, um, this was actually on Wahoo. Uh, oh, and I don't remember, I don't remember all the details, but what I do remember is I wrote a really cute note to a Starbucks barista. Oh, Cause I didn't. when He was like working or something, and I was like, "Hey, I've seen you a few times. I think you're really cute. Here's my number. If you're single, text me mm. or something." Okay, and I gave it to like his colleague because I think he was working in the back, or I don't remember exactly what happened. Never heard back from him. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe he wasn't single. I really don't know what happened. So it's a failed cold approach. I would, I would say, but I'm just giving a little shout out to like notes. Like if there's a like if there's a reason that you can't see the person, like she's a waitress and she's off shift or whatever. I don't know. But like, I think notes are really cute and it's, it's like a low stakes way, especially in like really like circumstances where it's like, this feels really terrifying to like go up to this person. Like there's such a big audience that it just doesn't feel, you know what I mean? Like it's just over the top Scary. Like the guy that chased me out into the parking lot, it was really brave, but it was also just me and my friend. Yeah, It wasn't like me and my friend and 10 other people on their laptops. Uh, Cause like Nance, like I work from coffee shops a lot and like, I feel like those are pretty challenging environments. Mm-hmm. Like people are kind of in their own little bubbles. Like it's not that easy to do, to do that kind of thing. So shout out to notes and uh, just as another possibility. I like that.
2: Yeah, that's funny that you say that because my, um, my guy that I, I shared the story about mentioned to me kind of down the road um, that he was so nervous to approach me in that coffee shop. And when he asked the question, do you want to get coffee? Apparently, like three or four people immediately turned and looked over at him. I wasn't paying attention because I was just like looking at him. I wasn't really like...
3: This is my to- own business. No.
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that that was funny. And yeah, it, it is true. It is difficult to kind of, um, you know, initiate those conversations at coffee shops, but could be very much well worth it.
1: Yeah, totally. Especially if you pick up on the cues. Because obviously, if people are listening and Nance is putting her earphones back in repeatedly, like walk away. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, if you pick up on the cues, it could be great.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up unless anyone else has any like comments or any sort of like conclusions on themes. I, I would, I would just throw this out there since we have several women on the call. I often get asked by guys for some reason about like, like whole foods, like how do I approach a beautiful girl that I see in whole foods? This apparently is like super duper common. And I read a survey once that said that the number one place people check each other out is the grocery store not the club. Like, what? yeah, I mean, the club is obviously like a meat market and everyone mm-hmm. is going there for a reason, but I think just like in normal life, the grocery store is like, it's like, it's like a hot spot. And I think it's a pretty hard place to approach. So does anyone have any comments on
1: that? I have had somebody look in my little shopping cart when we're in line and be like, what are you making? <laughs> that looks good. And I totally talked to him. Yeah. And he was adorable. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've actually approached people and asked them about their things and whatnot. And some of them have not been single or, and their girlfriends come walking up to them yeah. like a second later. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. But usually I always find that if you're authentic and you're really curious about something I'm shopping for, or even asking me like, Hey, what's your favorite blah, blah, blah in this section? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was in the soap section and, and one of the guys was like, Oh, don't try that one. That one smells. Said, so do this one instead. This one's this and this one's this. I thought that was hilarious and great. Yeah. And I'm always open to conversation if it's lighthearted and funny.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I 110% agree. I think um, I mentioned this earlier, but it's so important to recognize what's going on in the moment and, you know, really understanding the circumstance and the context and using that to your favor. I think um, if at at a grocery store, I've never, I don't think I've ever been Approach at a grocery store. I've always wanted to be approached at a grocery store. So, fellas, you know if you're out there, catch me at Trader Joe's on Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how about <laughs> it? But yeah, just I think if someone were to approach me at a grocery store and say, like, I'm in, you know, I'm. Okay very focused on looking at two different three different types of apples and you come up and say oh the Fiji is great it's very juicy or so I don't know like I'd be <laughs> like, okay. <Just> like you. <laughs> oh my
3: God. you know what else is juicy no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> guys don't use that line don't I'm joking I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> that would be on par with 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 the opening line that I got. So let's let's not go there. About the yeah, I think that's that's full yes. circle.
1: That's, that's <laughs> that's circle. That's, that's, that's <laughs> nice apples.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think the gro like I think the grocery store thing again. It's like it's kind of like like I actually I would say I did a cold approach the other day where I, we were like in a cafe and I was like, Oh, what are you getting? Yeah. Right. Like just as if he was already my friend, like, Oh, what are you getting? Yes, Yes. And we talked like, and it wasn't a big deal. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a big deal. I do think that, um, that is a good example of if I were a man listening to this conversation, I would want to hear from the women. How do I actually ask you out? Okay. So I'm like, dude, Fiji apples are absolutely the best. You got to get those. And then you say, oh, I was thinking of getting the gal, whatever. You talk about apples for a second. And then what, what does he say that has you feel like you want to go out with him? Because if I were a guy, I would want to know, like, how do I transition? And that, for example, for me is where I think Instagram can be a good bridge because it feels a little fast to just be like, I'd love to take you out sometime. Can I have your number? Like, we talked about apples for 10 seconds. I have to go keep shopping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, what are your, what is your collective opinion on that? The, like, the end of the, of the thing. I've had somebody
1: say, um, I have to take off and meet somebody. Um, but I would, I would like to, I would like to talk with you more. Can I, can I, can I have your, your number? Yeah. Can I have your number? Okay. Like, can I take you out?
0: Okay can I take you out? Yeah. And you would, and you
1: would feel comfortable with that at the grocery store. Um, if we had actually had a conversation where you made me laugh or something Uh and I was interested, um, if I was available, I would probably say yes. Okay. Or I would be curious. I wouldn't give him my number, but I'd give him my Instagram potentially.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I've also had people just straight up ask me like, like, Hey, are you available? Yeah. And, and I really like that because, to yeah. be honest, even if I am available, it doesn't mean that I'm available to date you. Like I could, so sorry, I could oh, be single. I, I could be single, but not available. There have been times where I've been single oh, and I've not to wanted you. Yeah. So, so I like that because then it allows me to say, actually, I'm not. And it, I might not be a hundred percent truthful. I just might not be interested in you. But it's a nice way to gauge whether mm. I'm open to you. Mm. So I like the question, like you know, hey. I really think you're funny. Or like, I, I like that joke you made or, or I even think, I, I, I think you're great. Like, I think you're gorgeous, you know, or something, whatever. Um, are you available? Yeah. Because then like, you can be like, Oh no, thank you. I'm not right. And then, and then like, awesome. Have a great night. And then that's it. Yeah. It's super easy, super chill. But if the girl is kind of interested, they're going to ask for more. Sure. Right. Like I, I, I might be like, you know, well, maybe why, you know, and then I might give them my Instagram. Oh, okay, like like, right. like as a flirty joke. not sure. not like maybe why, but like
0: <laughs> like maybe why. Like are you are you asking me? Yeah. Yeah. Amber or Nance? Yeah, I would say this is a harder
3: one for me because I tend to be somebody that needs to warm up a little bit more before I'm comfortable kind of considering a straight ask out. So I think if it is like a really a really cold approach, like a grocery store, there has to be a little bit of conversation. Um one thing that personally would work well is asking for advice. I'm a foodie, I'm a cook. And so, you know, hey, I'm making pasta sauce, you know, from from scratch for the first time and I'm wildly overwhelmed. <laughs> Do you know anything about it? You know, just something to like start the conversation. And and similar to what Z was saying about, you know, kind of being open to any kind of funny, authentic interaction. I'll also have conversations like that with people in the grocery store that that I have no interest in. And so sometimes it's kind of nice for it not to have the weight of, you know, like I'll literally talk to a couple about something like that, just because sometimes that kind of human interaction is is nice. Um, so for me, you've got to you've got to go down that road a little bit first <laughs> Um, I also want to clarify, when I say I don't love Instagram, I'm more talking about when the guy's already shown he's interested and then asked for that. That feels kind of awkward to me because it feels like a little bit of a of sort of a back down. Whereas in this situation, I actually do think it's more appropriate where we barely interacted. We barely had... You know, we've barely gotten to know each other at all, and and you're leaving it a little bit more open as to whether whether they want to ask you out, whether they want to ask if you're available. I think it's an easier easier approach for sure, and that's okay. Okay, um, I also think making that?
0: yeah, I'm glad you clarified that because I think I know what you mean. So like, mm-hmm. if you meet if I meet a guy at a house party and we talk for two hours and we've obviously connected, feel that he's interested. And we get to the end of that interaction. He's like, can I have your Instagram? I think I'm similar to number where I'm like, I mean, you can, but I feel like, (laughs) I feel like by this point, like you should be asking for my number. Whereas in the grocery store, we've talked about apples for like two minutes I think you're cute. I can tell you think I'm cute, but like, I kind of have to go cause I'm late. Like I need to, I need to go. That feels more appropriate to be like, Hey, are you on Instagram? So I'm glad that you clarified exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that goes back
3: to the momentum thing. Right. So when you're, when you've already talked for two hours and you're at the house party, the momentum of the next step is different. Right. And so I think it, I think it actually all, all ties together with like, you know, it's partly about, it's partly about that masculine energy, that being chased, but it's also like, what path are we on right now? And the path you're on kind of for me, you know, (laughs) facilitates the next step. Yes. Well said. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Well said. I agree. Cool.
3: All right. And then, uh... and then I would say same thing, just, just quickly to go to your question, Mel, of like, how do you, if you do want to ask out, if you do want to take that step, I think a good way also could, could be to kind of make a little bit of a joke about it and leave it open. So, hey, do you want to cook for me sometime? And again, you know, read the, read the girl. But I think that could be a way to, If if, if you want to go for it to kind of transition to that, because if she's open to it, she probably, I would personally say something like, well, maybe not for the first date, but maybe, you know, we'll see if we get there, you know? so I think that could be a good way to go for that.
0: Hey, could I make you some really subpar pasta sauce sometime? (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think that'd be adorable. And I would, that would make me laugh. And I'd be more, I'd be open to that.
0: I love that you, thanks for saying that. That's a really good, um, that's a really good point. Uh, Nance, any final thoughts before
2: we wrap? Yeah, I'll speak from the perspective of someone who doesn't have social media, doesn't use social media, isn't on social media, so I can't give you my Instagram account because I don't have one. You have a LinkedIn. I do have a LinkedIn. Yes, <laughs> but I honestly like. I feel like you know when you know, and if it, I don't know. It just it doesn't take that long to make an impression for me to know whether or not I want to whether or not I'm open to having going out on a date or having a you know kind of another conversation with you and so um yeah like I feel I think in most instances I have just you know taken the leap of faith and said all right this person seems even though I haven't had a long conversation with this person this person seems interesting um, I'm willing to give them my number, and we'll go from there. So um, that hasn't gotten me murdered yet. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, i just kidding. Summer 2020, anyone? No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's joke, not cut that up. Let's
2: not cut that up. I'm <laughs> just joking. Um, <laughs> knock on wood here. But, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't had any bad sort of experiences um, from doing that. I, I feel, I feel confident. I feel okay doing that. Um, and if, you know, I think, um, and if I don't, I just say like, no, thank you. I am not interested.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you, you want the guy to be like, I'd love to get your number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Excellent. Well, I'm curious to hear from listeners. If you have any comments or questions based on this episode, dear men, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise that's a wrap. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Just again, a quick note. If you're interested in the course, you can find it at pleaserinbed.com, www.pleaserinbed.com, or at my site, melaniecurtin.com under courses and have a very sexy day.